You're listening to the Build That Business Podcast, episode number 16. Today, I'm so excited to chat with another one of our WBB students, Camille of Impress, a custom wedding stationery company. I am so stinking proud of this girl right here. Camille has made so many moves in her business this year, and I cannot wait for you to hear all about what she's doing. On top of that, she's a mama to the sweetest little guy. I seriously don't know how she's juggling it all, but it's so inspiring to watch her make it happen. Want to hear more about Camille's story? Let's dive in. Hello there, and welcome to the Build That Business podcast. Lindsay J. Williams here. I'm a small town mama from Niagara Falls, New York, with big, bold dreams. I'm also a successful solopreneur on a mission to help you build, grow, and scale your business. And I'm a damn good cheerleader, if I do say so myself. So I'll be with you every step of the way, girlfriends. Here, we share tangible tips and inspiring stories from entrepreneurs just like you, making their business dreams happen. We talk about the triumphs and the struggles of life as an entrepreneur. So what do you say? Are you ready to turn your passion into profits? Are you ready to build that business? I thought you might say so. Let's get to work. Hi there, Camille, and welcome to the Build That Business podcast. I'm so excited to chat today. I'm so excited to talk more about your business and your journey. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you for having me. I am very excited to chat with you. We're going to have so much fun. So first things first, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, your business, your journey, and how you started the business and got to where you are today? So I have a custom stationary business called Impress. It specializes in wedding invitations and paper goods. And I started it seven years ago after quitting my nine to five. I was in the architecture and interior design industry And similar to you, I was miserable at my job. I started doing a lot of graphic design freelance on the side for friends and people I knew. And I was asked to create wedding invitations for a family friend. And that's kind of where things took off. Word spread. My workload got really full then. And everyone was asking if I was doing it full time. So once I actually realized how much I hated my job and what I was doing every day... I took a step back and started to figure out if I could make this a full-time gig. And at that time, I worked on a business plan and got all my ducks in a row to actually quit that job and gave my notice. And then I haven't looked back since really. So it's gotten me here. That's amazing, Camille. I remember you telling me you were in architecture, interior design, and I am amazed by you because I know how much work goes into that. And it's such an interesting transition between interiors and graphic design. So super interesting. I remember you telling me that. I was so impressed. During college, we had I went to Syracuse and our design building, we called it the warehouse. And each floor is a different design. So like I was on graphic design and then there was interior design and then the architecture students were a floor above us. And we used to laugh because like they did not sleep. Like literally they were there like 24 seven. So when you said you were in architecture, I was like, that is no joke. Yes. Too many all nighters to now be a self-proclaimed graphic designer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So tell me too, Camille, about that transition. So when you quit your nine to five, I think all of us have a little element of fear there. Were you kind of scared to take the leap or were you at the point where you're like, I'm ready for this? I've built this foundation up. Tell me about that process for you when you decided to, to do your own thing. 
So at first, I think I was nervous as I was creating the business plan and really starting to work it out. And then I was just so miserable that it didn't matter. At that time, I was single. I didn't have kids. I was living downtown in an apartment. I figured out how I could pay my rent and make sure I could pay my bills. I got myself a nannying job on the side that I was going to do part-time to pay the bills. And I was going to work on launching the business. And I spent a few months before quitting that job, starting the website, doing all of the registration um, through the state, those kinds of things, and trying to get some work. But I wasn't as nervous as I think some people are because of that. But I'm very much like a jump right in, go-getter. If I want something, I'm going to go after it. And I, I, I knew I had a degree to fall back on. And if I had to, I could go and get another job. So yeah, I could totally relate. I, I was in the same position. I was, I would literally cry in my car on my lunch break, <laughs> cry in the bathroom at work because I hated it, hated it. So I was kind of in the same position too. I quit definitely before I was ready to. <laughs> and it was a like looking back, it was a risk. I'm like, I can't believe I just right. jumped in like that. But it, you get to a point where you're so unhappy and you set that foundation all up. Like you said, you registered your business, you're working on your website. So you did it right for sure. And I'm so glad that you did. I'm glad that you took the leap because your business is flourishing now. It's amazing to watch it continue to grow. So Camille is a student of mine. She's in the Wedding Booking Blueprint. Now, Camille, were you always into self-education? Were you always into podcasts and books and courses? Or was there a point in your business where you decided, I need to start looking into this, these kind of resources? Did you feel overwhelmed? Tell me about that journey. Yeah. So I was never... I, I guess when I started the business, I was considering you know, going back to school to some degree for graphic design to learn a little bit more. I knew all of Adobe Creative Suite from my background in design, but I wasn't quite as proficient as I am now. So a lot of it was self-taught and just playing around and quickly learning things as you go and asking other friends that were in, in the industry. But I didn't get into podcasts until recently. And it's funny because mm-hmm. I don't know if they were around seven years ago and I was just oblivious or if I just never got into that. Um, So actually I stumbled upon your course when it was during COVID and I was very overwhelmed. Um, Things were spiraling out of control in terms of wedding cancellations and things being postponed. And I had had a baby and everything just felt crazy Um, so that's when I really, I was trying to figure out how I could scale my business by not working all the time, become more profitable. And I found your Facebook group. Once I joined it, I started listening in on your lives and I found them so valuable. And some of the stuff I knew and some of it was new, but there's always, I think, a takeaway and something you learn or something you can learn how to do quicker or better. And that's really... I think where the change started to happen. And then at that time, you were getting ready to launch the wedding booking blueprint. And I was hesitant at first. And I went back and forth. I remember you getting ready to launch and you were doing all sorts of promotions and things. And I was kicking myself by the time I decided to sign up. And I had messaged you. 
And I wanted like that. I don't, I like already knew I was going to do it, but I wanted like reaffirmation that it was, (laughs) that it was going to work. (laughs) Yes. I I totally understand investing in anything for your business is scary, especially something like a course, because you're not sure if it's going to be right for you, if, you know, information is going to work for you. So I remember that message. I'm so grateful that you found the group and that we've just connected. You were one of my first students. So I'm just beyond grateful that you decided to jump in. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been probably the best thing I've done. I, I wish it was here when I started business seven years ago. And I think I would be in a totally different spot than I am today, but that's okay. Baby steps. Yes. And Camille, you, I, I totally hear when you say that, but so much of my business has been grown and built and scaled from things that you you have to work through everything in order to then streamline it, if that makes sense. So like you have to go through almost like the, you have to go through the processes the hard way, right? To really understand everything you're doing, what works, what doesn't. So I don't think any time in your business is ever a waste for anybody, but I'm just excited to see where your business goes from here because in the past year, I've seen you do incredible things. You're making so many strides in your business. You're making moves. It's so fun to watch. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's so funny to think back on how long ago that was now and how, how many changes I have made over the past year because of the course. And I still you know, tune into a lot of your lives and get all of your emails. And I still put everything to use and I'm still implementing those things. And I'm really excited for the next few months here because I start bridal shows now. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for those. I was just talking to another one of our students and we were talking about how this has been such a chaotic 18 months. And we finally have, a. there's like a light at the end of the tunnel with, at least for us up here in Buffalo, the end of fall, early winter, because as you know, us stationers, we were kind of ahead of the season. We're like two months ahead. So Mm -hmm. end of October, November, December, it's slow here. So these are the times where I love because I dive into our processes and our marketing and things like that. So I'm super excited, at least for myself. And I can't wait until these wedding shows start. Um, because you were absolutely going to kill it at these shows. I can't wait. I know we've been prepping for them. Yes, for sure. For sure. So let's talk to you about the, some of those doubts that you had before joining the course. And you will not hurt my feelings, Camille. I, love, <laughs> I like to talk through these because I want to reassure or to see if other people are a good fit for the course. I will never tell anybody they're not a good fit if I don't think they are, because then I'm just going to be kind of worried about them <laughs> through, through the course. So Tell me too, what were some of your doubts? Was it the cost investment? Did you feel maybe overwhelmed at like everything you were doing? Maybe it was like you didn't have, you didn't think you had time or you didn't know if the content would work for you. What were you thinking before you signed up for WBB? So I think a bit of everything. I don't think I've spent that amount of money on education for my business in the past. So it was the most amount of money I had spent, but also... I I know my main question was the time commitment and if it was a like I had to tune in to catch things live or if it was totally at your own pace and that's what I love that it was at your own pace I could download everything I can listen when I had time I could sit down and do things and once I got started I wanted to keep going so it wasn't a problem at all and I then kind of penciled into my schedule where I was going to make time to make start making changes and doing those different things that you recommend. And I guess I was unsure also if because I was so far along in business, if it was still going to be productive for someone that wasn't brand new in the industry and that 
definitely wasn't the case. There's not many things that are in the course that I don't think can't be put to use no matter where you are in business. But I think more than anything is once I had tuned into all of your lives, I fell in love with you and I was like, okay, I need more information. She's doing great. She's preaches all these wonderful things. She's an amazing cheerleader. What else can I get? Oh, thank you, Camille. That means so much to me. I feel like everybody in the group, we're all this community and we're like friends that have never met in real life. Yeah. You know, we have to, once everything is finally over and clear and safe and we clear out of this schedule, we should get us all together because it's For been, sure. We need a Lindsay retreat. Yes. It's been so much fun. And even myself connecting on these lives, I work from home. It's just my, you know, Ryan goes to work every day. It's with me and Jameson and it can get lonely being an entrepreneur working from home. I feel exactly. like nobody talks about this but even just on these lives like just tuning in and seeing what we're up to and helping each other through this total chaos that we've had right this last 18 months so even just that aspect i've been so grateful for a hundred percent i'm so thankful that you're sharing all this with me it helps to hear the thought process through thinking about wbb how it's helped i'm just grateful that you joined the course i hope that the investment was worth it i know it is an investment but i'm so confident in this course i'm confident in what i've learned over the years to build my business and when you when you talked about either being new to the wedding world or seven years in like you and I, mm-hmm. I think there's there's definitely things that we can learn because as I created this course, I started to join other like stationary. So I'm a wedding stationer for everyone listening, but the course is for any wedding pros. But I started to join Facebook groups of like different either stationer groups or wedding pro groups or different people in the industry. And I quickly realized that how I was running my business is very different than the industry norm, I think. So Camille, as I was making this course, I was like, have I been doing this wrong? Or like, is this not right? I was like second guessing what I was teaching. And I'm like, no, this, these are the things that have built my business to multi six figures, heights I never thought possible. So I'm going to teach it. I'm going to teach exactly what I've been doing because I know it works. So it's funny that you say that because I think a lot of my students that have been in the industry for years are like, this is so different than what I've been doing. Exactly. And that's where I think it was when I joined your group that I was like, why why aren't other people doing this? And have I been hiding? Like, have I been in a deep, dark hole for the past seven years? I feel like I wasn't in as many groups. And I don't know if those have recently come about or if I've just been blind to them once again, or what exactly it was. And then also the practices for sure. Like I was always, I think I knew different ways I needed to make changes in my business, but I wasn't really sure how to do them effectively. And I was just so overwhelmed that I just kept pushing them off. And you've broken everything down to make it so easy to understand and not overwhelming at all. And that's where it's been exciting to implement things and make the changes because I haven't been stressed out about it. Yes. And it's fun too. I always stress like, go at your own pace. This has been a crazy season. Make it fun. I want... That's like my most important... Of course, I want everyone to implement what they learn in the course, but do it in a way that it's fun. Even if it's like an one afternoon a week, just working on your business. I don't know about you, Camille. I don't know if you would agree with this, but working on my business is the thing that I enjoy most. I enjoy designing and creating stationary suites for my couples, of course. But there's something about... I spend Thursday and Fridays working on my business. There's something about those days that I just get so fired up. It's so much fun. Yeah. And I think it's because it's for you and it it's so close to home. 
I, I felt the same way, even creating my wedding binders and I would like gradually make piles of things that I needed to add to them. And then some days I would print pages for them. And I was so excited on the day that I got to put everything together and like see actual progress come to life. And I completed them. And now I'm like, okay, I want to make more binders now. Yes. I can't wait to see them. I can't wait. So Camille, tell us about some of the specific things that you've implemented in your business. And are you seeing a difference in or how you're seeing a difference in your business, whether it be your bookings, your productivity, confidence, focus, things like that. So how, what have you been implementing and how has it made a difference? Oh gosh, where to begin? So it has certainly brought me so much more time and productivity. I created a price grid similar to yours that makes creating proposals so much easier. They don't involve intense quoting every single job, me looking up things from all of my different vendors, trying to factor in all of my design fees. I think I I was struggling so much with how to eliminate the design fees in the past and I couldn't wrap my head around it. And after having conversations with you and what you taught in the course, it made that really easy. So I've sat down and created that grid. I update it regularly. And that's been super helpful. Um, the binders I mentioned, so I've made stationary binders to use in my meetings, to use for marketing, to use in my bridal shows. They're beautiful and organized. And they've just simplified things for me. So they make um, meetings with customers much easier and just streamlined everything to have it together so that when you see an invitation, you also see all the things that go with it. And I think that helps with the sell on my part and the upsell of everything we do. It also has just kept me marketing... Like You've really embedded that marketing yourself is all about connection and warming up the lead. And I think that's been really helpful. And I'm excited to you know, go to bridal shows and start to put that to use more. Um, I've been doing it, of course, in social media. But I think a lot of those like small tactics too that you've showed in social media and how your profile should look and how to be more transparent about your business and your family and your personal life. Because like you've said a million times, people love to know about you and they'll comment on a picture of your dog or your child way more than anything stationary related. And that's that's 100% true. <laughs> And you, you're the best cheerleader. Like I love being in the group. I think mindset and confidence is better. Just having like some reaffirmation of things because I, you know, locally I'm not tons with a friends, a ton of stationers here. I'm friends with other vendors in the industry, but you know, a lot of times you're not necessarily friends with your competition. So it's like nice to have the feedback of everything and ask questions and like the email sequences, I was trying to figure out how to make those work. And I've um, implemented all of those. So it's it's really made everything just so much more streamlined and made it so that I don't forget things along the process with customers when you're working with so many different people and they all have different dates versus the project that you do once and then it ends with a wedding. We're kind of doing things over the course of several months or a year and with COVID several years. So I've had so many weddings that postpone and it's been like two years, I'm still working with the same person and trying to remember everything. So I think that's been really helpful. And I was using HoneyBook prior to your course, but you've helped me streamline that and implement different automations and sequences and things like that. It's it's just nice when you know what you need to do and then someone can like help walk you through it all and break it down where it seems feasible. So you've taken like complicated stuff and made it super easy to understand and implement. 
Yes, that is just, thank you so much, Camille, for breaking it all down. When you say it, you must feel so proud. I know I'm beyond proud of you at how much you've been able to accomplish in basically less than a year during a crazy season, during this pandemic, as a mom of a little one, our, we have Camille and I have sons that are close in age. Jameson just right, turned right. one September 25th. So close in age. So it's so much fun watching your business grow, watching you take these steps. And it's, it's interesting because so WBB guys is all self paced. It's a digital course. So if you decide to enroll, you get access and you get lifetime access to everything in the course, the audio, the modules, the swipe files, everything. But that's not to say that I'm not available. So I do that purposefully because as Camille said, we all have different schedules to work on our businesses. I try to encourage everybody to at least, at least try to do one day a week to work on your business because when you do that, look at all of that Camille has accomplished this year. It's incredible. So that's my goal to get you guys working on your business one day a week. It's not only going to help your business, but it's going to help just your mental health, your feeling of accomplishment. I I know for me, when I have, when I feel like I'm making, moving the needle forward and making strides, I personally feel so much better. So that's why I've designed WBB to be self-paced, but I'm here. We have a Facebook group, right? Camille, any questions we chat back and forth. So although the the course is self-paced, it doesn't mean that I'm not available. I don't do, and I do lives in my Facebook group. So it's so much fun to chat back and forth and to just help people as they're working on it too. Because everyone has different questions. Everyone has, you know, questions at different sections of the course. We get hung up on different things and it's a little bit more personable. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I know I've asked so many questions in the group and people have given me feedback or answered things or guided me to the right resources. And I know we've done that a lot with different, um, our marketing retractable retractable banner signs oh, yeah, we've all like posted before we've sent them to print gotten feedback on them or just like different coloring of things it's the little stuff that it's nice to have a community of people that are all in the wedding industry and like-minded and they're used to seeing this stuff and you know they can point out what's more attractive to certain people or those little things that you know my husband probably doesn't want to answer for me yeah, <laughs> same thing. I know, Ryan, like, same thing, same thing. And it's so interesting to me in the group because you talked about not having a lot of local stationer friends because technically there would be competition. I, I don't like to use the word competition, but that's technically what it is. And it's funny in our group, we're all wedding pros. A lot of us just happen to be stationers. And when you really think about it, because we can work nationwide, worldwide, really, because stationary can be printed and shit. We're all Mm -hmm. technically competitors. It's funny to say that because I feel like we're all friends and we help each other out. It's just been beautiful to watch the community help each other, give feedback, grow. I I follow everybody in the group on Instagram and Facebook. And what lights me up more than anything is to see my students comment on each other's stuff, give each other some love and, you know, like each other's posts. That's been an unexpected, just complete joy for me after starting this whole venture. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. No, I think we've we've all made friends and it is. It's so nice to be able to come to a place and know that people get it and are there to help each other and support each other. And yeah, we're all coming out of this pandemic trying to bring our businesses back to life. 
Yeah. And Camille, tell me too about being a new mom. I say new mom. I feel like I'm still a new mom. It's been a year. But (laughs) tell me about being a mom to a little one and navigating all this, navigating, you know, coming out of the pandemic, trying to reboot your business, trying to help and take care of the couples that you were serving through this while getting new business. You you do it all. And I'm curious how, (laughs) how you do it all. Yeah. I, I think having a child has been very testing to time management. And um, after when Noah turned six months, we started sending him to daycare and it started off as part time. And I was supposed to have him home with me the other part of the time. And it quickly became full time because I realized I couldn't possibly do all that I needed to do in a day. And you are super mom because you do it all. Oh, I <laughs> don't. I don't. I have, so much help. <laughs> I have so yeah, much help. So, yeah. And all of our parents still work full time. So that's been the struggle there. But I find myself that, you know, when he gets home from daycare, I'm with him until bedtime. And then I'm working again in the evening. And like, I know you've, you've preached a million times to, I schedule all of my emails to go out the next day, but I'm always working in the evening and I'm trying to get better about that. There's been a few weeks here where I feel like I had some time and it was great. Like I had evenings and now it's kind of getting crazy again with bridal shows and everyone booking for 2022, but it's definitely taken a lot of time management. It's, it's helped though, like all of these automations that I've set into place and not having to constantly retype an email. I'm just like going through my templates now and adjusting a few things. Um, so that saved a ton of time. And I, I am outsourcing a lot more than I was prior to having Noah. I, I did a lot of production in-house like you, and I've started outsourcing a lot more and just making, you know, putting more resources to use where I think my time becomes more valuable then. And I can take on more work and meet with more people and do things with my time more effectively. There's, there's been a lot of changes. It's, it's definitely been difficult. And there's days that, you know, Noah was homesick one day last week and I was like trying to answer emails during nap time. And, you know, it's, it's a little chaotic always, but that's okay. Yes. I can a thousand percent relate Camille. I do not do it all on our own. Jameson doesn't go to daycare yet, but my mom has him two days a week and my mother-in-law has him two days a week. And then on Mondays, I have him at home, but we, my aunt lives around the corner. So um, she takes him for a walk. So I absolutely do not do this all myself. <laughs> but thank you. I feel like we're both just doing the best we can. It's it's nice to watch us go through this together. I see your post. I see you making things happen. And I think for me, I mean, I've gotten a lot out of just listening to your podcast too. And you know, when I'll go on a walk, I'll be listening to a podcast now where I'm driving somewhere. I'm listening to a podcast now. (laughs) So just a lot of a lot of the things that you've taught in different podcasts as well. Yes, it's so it's so much fun. And I am so excited for your bridal shows coming up. So let's talk a little bit about those. So you're prepping for the shows. I think you're going to absolutely kill it. Tell me what you've been doing to prep for the shows. And have you been looking at the the guide from WBB? There's a, a yeah. bonus guide, guys, all about how to prep for bridal shows. I love bridal shows. If you listen to me any point, I probably have mentioned them. So let's talk about those, Camille. I'm so excited. I reference that bridal show pamphlet all the time. I So a few weeks ago, I went. I signed up for shows months ago. And then I had been working on my binders. So those are ready. And I created a retractable banner. So I have that already. And then I'd been 
ordering different things. Like I'm changing up my setup a little bit because I haven't done shows in a few years now. And so I ordered a new tablecloth and a new um, tiered display rack. And a few weeks ago, I went shopping for dresses. So I have those now. And yesterday, I actually did a little trial run setup to kind of get an idea of spatially how much room I had for things and if I need to add things. And it's really hard to then narrow down invitations because you know they all look so different. I'm trying to like make it somewhat cohesive and visually appealing, but everything looks so different that I was struggling there playing around. But I have like my signs printed for my show special and I printed business cards with the consultation area on them. So that's new. And I printed little timelines and checklists to give to people. So I'm feeling really ready and now I'm just super excited. And there's a few other little things I have to do, but otherwise, I think I'm pretty much ready now. Oh, you are so ready. I cannot wait to see how you knock it out of the park. I'm so glad you did a trial run too. That was so smart because, and you'll see, no matter how many times you've set up for shows, for some reason, every space I have, it always ends up looking different. I don't know why. It's still like a 10 by 10 booth, but every time I tweak it and, you know, move stuff here and there. And it takes so much longer than you think to set up the morning of the show. And at that point, you're like a little nervous. There's other vendors. You're trying to load in and load out. So the fact that you did a trial run was so smart. That's going to make the morning like so much less stressful. And and tell me, have you done shows in the past? And there are so many myths behind bridal shows. This is the one thing I'm constantly trying to bust because guys, listen to me for one sec. If you are like bridal shows are not worth it, there's only, you know, budget couples there. I never get any sales. I schedule between 20 and 30 appointments per show and I close 96% of those. So on average, we bring in 25K per show. And I try to do one a month. This was pre-COVID as far as trying to do one a month. But I sign up for any opportunity I have for a show. So I'm so excited about this. And tell me, Camille, have you done them in the past? And did they not work out? Or have you had any reservations about bridal shows? So I did bridal shows, I would say up until maybe a year or two before COVID. The first years of my business, they were super successful. I did get a lot of customers from them probably not as many as you were getting from them, but I got enough that I justified my time and the investment in the setup. And then gradually, that's ex- all of your myths are like what I was starting to see and think. They weren't working. I was getting a lot of interest at the shows. And then I wasn't hearing back from people or I never heard from people at all. And then some shows where I wasn't getting lead lists, I couldn't contact anyone. And then they were just starting to feel like a waste of my time. And it's I could see like less people coming and that made me hesitant. And so, and I think a lot of it is timing too. Like I don't know how you do one a month. That's like incredible to me. But I'm just excited to be doing I have two this fall and I'm gonna determine if I do any more in the winter or not based on how those go. But I'm super excited to see them put to action now because I haven't done I have never scheduled consultations during a show. So that's what I'm most excited about. And I've never offered, I've never offered a show special to everyone. I've done like the different giveaways that they've done before, like they'll pull raffle kind of stuff. So I've done those before, but I've never, I've never done like a true show special. And I'm excited to see how that plays out. And yeah, I think, I think it's going to be good. I'm really optimistic about it because I think you have changed my mindset around a lot of them. And I think in general, that is why people aren't getting anything out of the show is because we're not walking away and having a way to reach out to people or following up with people properly. So I've already 
started my email sequences for shows and how to contact people after that I didn't already schedule consultation with. And then I'm, of course, hoping to um, schedule a lot of consultations during the show. You absolutely will. You have so many ducks in a row. The email's already planned. I'm so excited. Just those two things, Camille, that's going to change everything for you. I promise. I am so excited to watch this happen. And now that you've set all of this up, you can absolutely do as as many shows as you want. You don't have to do one, one a month, but if you wanted to, you'll see how much easier they get. I literally pack up my totes. So I have special binders that I use just for the bridal shows. And then I have separate ones for my appointments just for logistic reasons having to like lug them around and everything. So I have totes in my basement and there's the binders, there's the samples. I have my banner there. So once you made all of this and this was the majority of the work, you made the binders, you made the signs, you have your business cards printed, everything's set and ready to go. So it's literally just taking the totes from the basement, putting them in the car, showing up to the show, setting up. So now that you've done all this, you can so easily scale this and keep doing it over and over and over again. So I, I you absolutely can. And I cannot wait to see That's results so, from the show. I can't wait. I can't wait. So I'm many really people excited. in the group. That's my favorite thing. So every usually bridal shows are on Sundays. So every Sunday I'm like, okay, who has a show today? And I, I remember because people mm-hmm. are like, I signed up for this, I signed up for that. I love to post. Good luck at your show and seeing how many appointments people got. Corinne in our group, she killed it. She got like 20 appointments out of an 80 person show. It's a 25% close rate. That's like a blows mine out of the water. So I can't wait to see yeah. it. That's exactly because I, I mean, I'm, I don't know about you, but people are booking earlier and earlier. And I know you already have people book really far out. And I was having that to a degree, but not probably as far out as you were. And I have so many already booked for 2022. So I was like, after these two shows, I might be totally booked for the year by Christmas, which is yes. truly incredible for me. And So that's what I'm really excited to see. But I know you had mentioned that it shows you write in appointments like by hand in a planner. And I always do everything digitally, to-do list, everything. So I bought a planner a few months ago and I've been using it. And I find I'm, I'm... I don't know if I'm more productive because I get to check things off in this list versus delete it from a note in my phone. But I love this planner now. And day by day, I have my checklist and I get to check everything off and I'm excited to schedule appointments in it. I don't know what about this planner brings me so much joy. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, I'm the same way. I have a whole like bookcase full of notebooks and planners and paper. Right. I love it. I love it. And you can totally do it digitally too. Heather from our group, she does everything digital and she kills it. For me, I don't know what it is. So when you get to the show, it sometimes it can be chaotic. Like there is a line yes. of couples at your booth waiting to book with you. I get so nervous that if I put it in the system and I delete it or something and they walk away and I don't have a way to get it back. So I like to just have that peace of mind as a paper planner. Do what works best for you. I find that paper and a planner works good for me. And then the next day I send confirmation emails to everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, thanks for for, Yes. And then and then as I'm doing that, I transfer that over to digital to the calendar. So that's how I do it. I've done that forever. But like I said, Heather does all, all of it digital and she she swears by it. So whatever is most comfortable for you, but I like the, the having the paper. Yes, yes. And I have to ask, do you, when you send a reminder email, do you send that from HoneyBook and like start a process in HoneyBook at that time? Or you do you wait until you meet with them to start anything in HoneyBook? So I actually wait till I meet with them to start anything in HoneyBook. Okay. This is just a personal preference. You could totally add it into HoneyBook, but I like to wait. So until they, I send them a proposal, 
to like meet with them. I do everything. It's still my business email, but I just do everything in my business email. And then I transfer it to HoneyBook when I send a proposal. So that's how I do it. But again, I have students do different ways. They can, you can add it to HoneyBook right in the beginning and do it that way. I use Calendly too to schedule appointments. Mm-hmm. It's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but you've added an appointment scheduler, correct? Yes. 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 And awesome. I do use Calendly as well. Yes, it's it's literally life changing for your business, isn't it? Adding that. Yes. So, guys, what we're talking about on our websites, we have a button right there, schedule an appointment. I just talked about this in, a, in a, my last podcast episode, so you guys will be able to reference back to that. But I have an appointment button that says schedule an appointment, and it seems so simple, but just this little thing changed the game for my business because before people were DMing me or emailing me asking to schedule an appointment and I would get back to them and say, okay, I have these three slots open. Let me know if you're available. They'd email back. By the time they email back, the spots already filled. Like it was such a mess. When I implemented schedule an appointment on my website, it makes it so much easier for people to just go in and schedule. Literally, we can schedule appointments in our sleep. Yeah, it's that's it has been really helpful. I actually just had a bride schedule on Tuesday that, or I had a a scheduled meeting with her on Tuesday and that's, she found me on Pinterest, went to my website, scheduled a consultation. We did a Zoom on Tuesday and she signed a contract yesterday. Amazing. So easy, right? So easy. You don't have to like worry to worry about getting back to, I mean, obviously we have a whole system to get back to inquiries. That's important. But if they're ready to schedule an appointment, make it easy. Give them an option to just go ahead and schedule. So they're not waiting for you to get back to them. Perfect example. Right. I love it. Right. I love it. So Camille, this was so fun. I feel like I could talk to you for hours. You have done so much in your business this past year. I can't wait to con- see you continue to grow. I can't wait to see what happens next season. Now that weddings are like this chaos is kind of winding down and we're getting a whole nother set of engaged couples ready to book and plan. So I just cannot wait to see your business continue to flourish. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I am so excited. I appreciate you so much and your time and your dedication to this and all of your help along the way. I'm super excited to see where the rest of this year goes and, you know, kind of see how the transformation happens after after everything I've implemented. Yes, it absolutely will. And we will totally be talking because I want to hear all about the bridal show. So you and I will be talking, but for yeah. everyone else who wants to follow you, where can they find you? So I have a Facebook page, an Instagram, Pinterest. Instagram's probably the easiest. So that is Impress Event Branding. And of course, I have a website as well. So. Awesome. Awesome, guys. I will link all of Camille's pages to the show notes, but go follow her. She's doing incredible things in her business. And she has an adorable little guy and an adorable dog too. So you got to go and see them. They're so cute. <laughs> Thank <laughs> all you. Right, Thank Camille. you. Thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. There you have it. We just finished another episode of the Build That Business podcast. For a recap of the show, head on over to lindsayjwilliams.com slash show notes. And if you're looking for a community of like-minded creative entrepreneurs, join us inside our private Facebook group at lindsayjwilliams.com slash group. I can't wait to see you there. Oh, and P.S. If you love this episode and never want to miss an opportunity to be challenged and inspired, click subscribe now. Keep on building that business, girl friends.